Hey everyone, welcome to Stock Market Today for Monday, June 12th. It's Ali Corman, Justin Nielsen here with a breakdown of the action today where stocks were undeterred by the upcoming CPI report and Fed meeting Justin, the NASDAQ coming in with another strong day. Yeah, it just goes to show, you know, you can call it extended, but it can always get extended-er. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that's what happened today. Official but we'll cover term. a few stocks too, that uh, including Ryanair and MongoDB and Shockwave. Uh, some some nice setups here. Great. Uh, hey, that's awesome to hear. Great yeah. setups. That's what we want. <laughs> right. All right. Well, let's take a look at the markets. The Nasdaq today up one and a half percent to lead on the upside. The S and P five hundred up nine tenths of a percent today. The Dow up six tenths of a percent, and the Russell two thousand heading into the close uh, with a gain of about four tenths of a percent here. So the Nasdaq leading the charge, leading us to greater heights. And as you said, just because we're extended. Doesn't mean we can't get more extended. And that's what we're seeing here uh, with the NASDAQ now closing above a uh, regression channel line that we have. We don't have it on this chart, but it was something that we looked at this morning on IBD Live. Uh, but basically just showing you how how much we've really run up here, Justin. Yeah. So um, when, when you start seeing, like, for example, if we look at the Qs, you know, and uh, that's that's representing the NASDAQ 100. And we do kind of look at this and say, OK, when you get above seven, eight percent above the 50 day moving average line, you are getting into extended territory where normally a pullback is going to be uh, happening. Again, it can be very mild and not anything to worry about. Um, but right now, the Qs are almost 10% above the 50-day moving average line. The NASDAQ itself is a good 8% plus over its 50-day moving average line. So yeah, it is in that you know extended territory. But right now, there's certainly a few things that are kind of helping. There's more breadth. Uh, even though the, the Russell 2000 wasn't up nearly as much, um, it's it's been participating a little bit more recently. Uh, you have the equal weighted ETFs that we've been keeping a strong eye on, uh, including uh, RSP for the S&P 500. Uh, that is participating now. The 200-day moving average line, it's getting some distance above that and its 50-day moving average line after crossing that downtrend. So that's a positive. And QQEW was always kind of a little bit ahead of the game. Um, you know, that breakout has continued to, to make some make some progress. So there's a lot of a lot of things rolling in the same direction, which you like to see. The advancers over decliners, that is continuing to you know start start getting some traction. Uh, we had another day where the advancers were well above the decliners on the NASDAQ, um, a little bit more even on the NYSE, but still in favor of the advancers. So there's the breadth, there's a lot of things that are kind of chugging along. Um, so you know, in terms of the market internals, I think we're seeing a lot of reasons to be bullish. And we also have some stocks that are really working out well, especially in the tech area, you know, yeah. chips, a lot of the computer software, um, enterprise stocks, and, you know, you, you're just starting to get more and more participation, not to mention some of these areas that we've been talking about, like the home builders and right. uh, industrials. And, and so you just have a lot of different places that you can look at for participation. And all of that put together is what we need for this market to continue higher. Now, does it deserve a break? Yes, you know, it does. And so you have to be ready for that. Um, and certainly, I think volume might trickle off. Uh, I don't know what the official volume numbers are for today, but volume 
probably will trickle off a little bit because we do have the consumer price index coming mm -hmm. out tomorrow morning. And then we have the Fed meeting that's going to be in the middle of the day on Wednesday. Uh, and, and not just the Fed meeting. Remember, it's it's most important to wait for Powell's comments because yeah. there's the reaction, which right now there's the expectation for a pause. So if there is a hike that could have some people disappointed, but it's also what does Powell say at that right press conference and how does he answer the questions that a mm -hmm. lot of investors are going to be watching very closely. Absolutely. So in terms of what investors should do right here, uh, it seems like hopefully they've been uh, beneficiaries of this market strength, adding exposure over the last couple of weeks. So having a, a day like today might feel really nice uh, looking at your portfolio in terms of adding exposure here, that's where I think maybe a little bit of the question mark is, could we see stocks continue to rally and have a favorable response to the Fed and Powell? And of course, we, you know, we got the CPI. So there's a lot going on this week. We can't predict what's going to happen. But also, you know, then you run into that issue of adding new exposure here could uh, be impacted by what we see later this week. But again, hopefully at the very least, traders have been uh, able to have these, these last couple of weeks as like wind, wind at their backs and helping fuel their portfolios. Right. And this is where incremental moves really help. Um, if you were kind of doing some pro positions and those pro positions were working and then you added a little bit more, added a little bit more as we were gaining ground. I mean, if you look at the weekly chart on the NASDAQ, we really did kind of have some tight action on the mm -hmm. weekly here. I mean, look at that right above 12,000. Um, I think there, you know, as we came out about out of that, there was reason to start adding yep. some exposure. Now, did I expect it to go up as much as it did and, and as quickly and then continue going higher? No, <laughs> but I still at least had a piece of it. So yeah. look, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat as a lot of folks where I'm not fully invested. Now, if you didn't do anything, now that's where things get a little problematic right. because you're in that, you know, you're in that conundrum of, okay, do I chase things? Because when you start chasing things and buying extended, that's where you can get real hurt. Or do you wait for the pullback? And so far, the people that have been waiting for the pullback have been a little bit disappointed. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, like you said, there are a number of interesting looking setups out there. So even if there are uh, macro related risks, because honestly, when are there not? Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> there's always going to be that risk. You just have to manage. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to manage that position. So that's not to say that uh, new buys can't can't work here. Not saying not saying that at all. Not saying that I'm not going to be uh, a buyer this week, but it has been feeling nice to see, hey, you know, market conditions have been improving over the last uh, couple of, of months here, and especially the last month plus. So putting that money to work, you know, it, it feels like uh, it feels pretty good yeah. to, to be here, even if it's not, you know, as much exposure as we'd want to have. And up here, it's a little bit easier to do ads, you know, to exposure, mm -hmm. ads to positions you already have, uh, because your average cost isn't necessarily getting driven up too high. You still have some cushion. Um, starting positions gets a little bit trickier, you know, so that, that's, right. that's a big difference. Yes. Good points there, Justin. Okay, let's go around a couple of different uh, themes and sectors here. So here's a tech software ETF. So looks like it uh, really paved the way here up 2.4% today. What about chips? Even stronger. 
SMH up 3%, Justin, and Jets. We're going to be taking a look at uh, travel stock and airline stock. Jets today also outpacing the broad market up 1.8%. And ITV, this is one of those home builder ETFs, up 1.4% today. So uh, if that's not a signal of broadening strength, I mean, how different are those groups all yeah. uh, swimming in the right direction, as you said? Right. And, um, you know, again, you had some areas that weren't participating. Uh, for example, today you had XLE, you know, down about yeah. a percent. Look, oil has been kind of struggling a little bit. You had XLU that was down a little bit, as was XLP. But, you know, XLU, that's utilities. XLP, that's staples. If anything, you'd want to see those kind of take a little bit of a break uh, for growth to kind of take more of the forefront rather than what we typically consider defensive areas. Exactly. Well, speaking of airlines, here's a look at Ryanair, R-Y-A-A-Y. The airline group is now 13 out of 197, Justin, and this is a stock with a recent breakout, and it's now trying to go tight here. What's your assessment? Yeah, so let's take a look at the weekly chart because what you can see right here is a nice little blue shaded area, and that kind of signifies the three weeks tight. And what we really look for here is the tight closes. And you can see that, you know, each close is right around the same period as the other one. Now, today was another, it's kind of still in that tight range. Um, and we, we look at this as a follow on area. So mm -hmm. you had the breakout. And now you've gone tight. So this is a place where you can potentially add on to your position as it comes out of here. So you wait for the strength. Um, it, it didn't come in today. Uh, but if, if you do get some strength, that's something that you, you, can, you can take some action on. Mm -hmm. um, it's also worth noting that we, we looked at jets and there's a lot more of the participation from like the UAL, United Airlines, and AAL, uh, American Airlines, and DAL, Delta. Um, these are participating a lot more, whereas they weren't before. It was really kind of being driven by Ryanair, Copa, some of the regionals that were really doing well. Um, mm -hmm. uh, CPA is the is COPA there. Um, right. So these were the ones that were kind of the first to break out into new highs. So if if there's going to be leadership, you usually expect it to be the first ones out. And mm -hmm. so um, while the, it's great to see more of the participation from the big guys, uh, the, these are the first ones out. So could potentially be where the leadership is. Right. And a lot of volume on the upside right around the earnings report here for Ryanair. Also downside volume, but those uh, red spikes are not as big as the blue spikes. And you also have to look at how the stock traded on a lot of those days. And I mean, it, it's been in tight action, right? And, and a lot of closes off lows on those red days. Right. And so I, I'm going to also suggest an article, uh, Vidya, uh, she wrote an article on Ryanair today. So that's worth uh, taking a look at. Um, airline stock grows wings on surging cheap summer travel. Uh, talking about cheap summer travel, I'll be flying yeah. on Ryanair in about a week because uh, I'm going to be off to Europe uh, for, for a little while. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it'll be my first test on Ryanair, yeah. uh, my, my first try on that. And I should also mention that uh, Boeing was the stock of the day today. So that might be worth taking a look at. Uh, nice, nice base. This is also something that's on Swing Trader and was covered by you and Ed on Friday. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the reminder there, Justin. Let's now take a look at MongoDB because we're still uh, focused on the software sector and we got a big gap up on earnings for MongoDB and it's gone really tight since then. Maybe a little bit of a shakeout below that gap up day low, but really impressive to see the strength that we've uh, been getting with MongoDB. 
and and that shakeout look wednesday was a rough day i mean you know a lot of stocks were showing reversals it was it was tough all around so uh the, the fact that it undercut the the low of the gap up is is i mean it, it happened right and it's still holding really well mm -hmm. and so if you take that step back to the weekly uh, it kind of really puts in perspective how strong that week was and how much of it it retained this is what we call a short stroke uh, bill o'neill the founder of ibd used to refer to it as just kind of looking like someone made a stray mark with their pen on the on the paper that's what that second week looks like and it remained in the top part really didn't give up much ground after that big gap up. So that's, that is a sign of strength and we're seeing it continue to hold up. Well, why, why is MDB so important? Well, look, if you're, if you're going to be making a bet on AI, AI is reliant on data and, you know, MongoDB is in that group of, Hey, we're going to, we're going to help you <laughs> store your data and, and store it efficiently and, and be able to access it well. So this is kind of an AI adjacent play. And, um, you know, the, 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 the 400 level, I just want to kind of point out something here, because if you draw a line yeah. from 400 and go to the left, you can see how important this level is. You can see how it hit in the September 22 quarter, right around there. And then all the way back in 2021, and even at the end of 2020, this was an area where it kind of bumped its head up. It broke out really strongly out of there. But this 400 level is you know, historically an important area. So if we can kind of build a little platform here, I, I like the pause that it's doing so far, but I think this is something that's setting up for a potential, uh, you know, bigger move above 400. So we'll see how that plays out. Let's also take a look at Shockwave Medical, SWAV. Speaking of round numbers of interest, this one's got one too, right around that 300 level, Justin. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's it's just it hit 300, um, poked its head above it a little bit, but that's that's kind of the area of interest. And here again, it's it's one of those things where you can kind of go back and you can see that that 300 level was an area of congestion uh, back at the end of 2022. So uh, this is another one where it's it's a nice setup here, and the 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 pattern just looks really really good and the the handle at this point you ideally want to see that volume trickle down you want to see lower volume as it makes that consolidation the idea is that it's not institutions that are selling into this it's just basically weaker holders getting um you know tossed around maybe or, or that there's just like a wait and see approach uh, but the main thing is that the volume has really dried up in this handle and that's perfect so what i'm looking for here is uh some volume to come in and cross that 300 level with some gusto uh, this this is another pattern that looks really strong to me and you know this is a, a stock that we've been talking about that has a lot of interesting things going on with it it definitely has that new component the way that they're treating cardiovascular disease is something i think that a lot of us have been very interested in um, something that is a, a a big a big problem in terms of uh, mortality so mm -hmm. uh, it, it's it's got that new factor as well Mm hmm. That it does. Okay, Justin. Well, if it clears 300, uh, you know, right now, it's about 6% above the 50 day line. So it would probably be what within 10% of the yeah, of the 50 day line from there. So not too extended and even closer to that 21 day. Right. And it well. depends on, you know, if this handle continues for, you know, uh, another week, let's say, you're just going to get that 50 day moving average line moving mm -hmm. up even more and uh, giving you even a tighter, you know, potential stop there. Yeah.
Good stuff there. Thanks so much, Justin. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll be back with more tomorrow morning on IEBD Live. And we hope you join us, investors.com slash IEBD Live for all the details on that. And be sure to bookmark investors.com slash events so you can stay up to date on our upcoming guests across all of our shows, including IEBD Live, but also Justin's podcast, My Trader Tales Show, and so much more, investors.com slash events. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you back here tomorrow. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.